You got your your uh, what I got? Sparkling water. Gotta have my sparkling water on deck. Good. Are we recording? We are. So we don't have music right now, huh? We don't. We don't even have no intro. This is the intro, damn it. So we need to get on top of that. <laughs> what we gonna? We need somebody to send us a song. Something. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> another one of the Wellness Wives podcast. I'm Ash and I'm Court, and this is episode ninety. Like, that's a lot of episodes. Let's take that in ninety. That's a lot. How do you feel about that? We've did this ninety times. Ninety, me and you. That's incredible. That is incredible. Like to just follow through with something. Yeah. I like that. You know, I like this that. This is our second part this month. Shout out to us. Come on now. High five. Okay, high five. Consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to y'all for tapping in wherever y'all tapped in at. Thank y'all for feeling the switch. And coming on. And coming you on. Know, we got a lot of good response from it. Like on my end, personally, people are like, absolutely like are you kidding me the wellness wives duh. duh like it feels good and that's what we wanted we wanted it to someone said it felt like the title felt like a hug like the yeah. new name felt warm and she said inviting that's there what we she go. said inviting and is the word she was like not that hood and holistic wasn't inviting but this feels more inviting and i was <laughs> like thank you for that so if this is your first time listening to us, the Widow Wilderness Wives, <laughs> um, we recently changed the name of our podcast. It won't matter in a couple episodes, but because it's still fresh. Still we fresh. used to be here in Holistic Podcast, but yeah, we changed. Yeah. So um, if you would like to support Welcome. this pod, go give us some ratings, some reviews, uh, you know, send a love, keep the conversation going, tag us. And we love, love, love to see y'all reviews. So, yeah. Because we're there for your girls. So, y'all know I got a question on Spotify that asks after every episode. Got a couple of responses. I asked, How are you taking care of yourself in 2024? So, Ash, how are you taking care of yourself in 2024? Okay. I mean,. I would say one way is by doing all the things that I want to do and getting into all the things I want to get into. Okay. So I feel like I would restrict myself a lot. Uh, But now I'm like, try it. Do it. Wear it. Change it. I'm really (laughs) in the space of experimenting with myself. It's so much fun. Like thinking outside the box. Short nails, long nails, big hair, straight weave, out natural, uh, buzz down. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> and that is like really feeding my spirit right good. now. That's a good thing. So, what about you? Um, how I'm taking care of myself. I am definitely getting back into my routines. Okay, routine of writing, reading, working out. Mm-hmm. I know it's the beginning of the year. And so that's like what everybody do at the beginning of the year. Right. But I didn't get a chance to start fresh. Mm -hmm. So this is my beginning of the year for the past year. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. So I do. Just getting back in flow 
getting back to my practices, yeah, my rituals. My wife is always going to look out for me. Absolutely. So she ran me a bath. She knows that I haven't taken a bath in a very long time. <laughs> Pause. I do take showers every day. Pause. Sometimes twice in a day. But, yeah. So she made sure I had that special time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, my friend, is how we're taking care of ourselves in 2024. I love that for you. on our shit. Mm-hmm. Getting back in our routine, getting back in our flow, because things happen and distract you. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Things so. um, come to knock you off your yeah. feet. Yeah. And they want you to stay down. Mm-hmm. But never that. Never that. So. Exactly. Shout out to you for being optimistic. I feel like you've been very optimistic lately. Period. And I love that for court. <laughs> now I'm not a pessimist. Don't do that. No, but you are very like logic with your thinking. Very logical thinking. Nothing is wrong. So you, I don't think you're a pessimist, but you're definitely like I need to see it, feel it, touch it. I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get some uh, answers to the question. Okay. A couple of people responded. One person said. Removing myself from friendships and relationships that no longer, that are no longer healthy for me. Got you. I know that's I right. I feel that. That's a that's the first step. That's what I'm doing. You doing it too? Absolutely. What? You ain't removing nothing. I didn't remove some things. Shift some no. things around. You're very correct. It seems like you want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we'll get into that another, 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 another time. topic. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Somebody said being more present and intentional with how I spend my time and who in caps is Heavy spent with. Stopping and smelling the flowers. Period. She yeah. gonna put <laughs> several things. Several things that she's and I <laughs> and I feel and I that. that. It does take several <laughs> things. Like I feel that. It's the who in caps for me. In caps, y'all. Yeah, very important. And this last person said journaling, reading more, and therapy. I'm really going to focus on bettering my mental health this year. Mental health. Always a plus. Yes. yes, Always a plus. Y'all know after this part, I got a question on Spotify y'all can answer. Yes. And uh, get us some interaction, some traction on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and follow us. Make sure y'all follow us and subscribe and like, share. Y'all see us pop up, up on your screen. It's really us. You know what I'm saying? You tap, really play, tap in. Tap in, tap, tap, tap in. All right. So, baby. Yeah. You beat me to it. <laughs> what I beat you to? How you feeling? Oh, you want, you want to go first? No, go ahead. Okay. Baby. Yes. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling, I feel amazing. I feel very relaxed. Okay. I feel like I took a muscle relaxer relaxed. You feel me? Like my body is just. It's not just... the type of part, baby. What? For disclaim- full disclaimer, it actually does not <laughs> take muscle relaxers. I don't. I don't. Full but... disclaimer. I don't know how she would even know how they make you feel, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and them two men. Listen, I just feel this full body relaxation. Gotcha. 
in my mind, like my, I'm just very relaxed. I feel great. You are for Zen. <laughs> <laughs> Perk 30. <laughs> just kidding. I don't do drugs. Perk you guys. 30s are not, you know, that's not, a, not that's not a real thing. No, I don't. I don't know anything about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> no, but for real. I feel um, just, I feel like I'm in my solitude, like just real peaceful, calm, serene. Yeah. Um, relax, like clarity. You look great. Thank you. So do you. Oh, I'm just <laughs> smiling at me. <laughs> Sorry. I've, yeah, so that's how I feel. I feel this calmness over me. I don't feel like any anxiety in my body. And that feels great. That's a good thing, too. Very much so. Always so a good quick. thing. How you feeling, my body and spirit? You know, I knew that you was going to ask this question. <laughs> but it's like... But are you ready? No. Um, today, I feel very tired. Mm. So, I don't know what the energy is. Oh, never mind. Gloomy? It's the full moon. Yeah. Full it's moon. the full moon. And let me tell you about full moons. It always feel like during a full moon, I've been dropped from the sky. <laughs> or or you've been going 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 and you need some rest yeah. so i feel like that's what my body is telling me to do rest. is rest however i must celebrate <laughs> <laughs> life tonight you feel me in a very subtle way though very yeah. real low-key low-key nothing outside but not outside outside inside if you will it'll probably be outside Okay. It, feel great outside. it does feel great. Now I'm talking about like outside, not like running the streets. No, I know exactly okay. what you mean. But yeah, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So that's how I feel under this full moon energy. Um, but I do feel great. Um, it's been an exceptional month. Absolutely. Um, so I'm just. I think I that feel that muscle relaxer coming. I think it was the bath. You feel me? That's what it was. It's like just this this deep the absence, all the feeling time. of like peace. Super, 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 yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. And like I can feel you when you say tired. We've been running it up all month. We're full of excitement. Like, Every day has been so much fun. I'm surprised that I'm not overwhelmed in this moment. <laughs> let's just let's just take it a, a second to think about how overwhelming we could or how, how overwhelmed we could be right now, but we're yeah. not. Because of preparation. There's, yeah. Yeah. So I, this don't have nothing to do with nothing, but. It has you know, something to it do has with everything. It has something to do with everything, for sure. Pause. I feel like <laughs> we have been preparing for the moments that we're in right now. Yeah. This ain't, you know, something that's just spare of the moment out of the blue. What's happening? What's, it is what's happening. But it's like I'm ready for it at the same time. So that feels great. I love that it's... That things that you pray for, you prepare for your prayers to be that, answered. Bro, that's that's so important. Like, just really... Like, I'm processing the moment right now. Yeah. I'm, we're not just parting. Because I, I don't think I ever turned this way. And looked out. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, took in, like, this space yeah on the podcast on the pod like i do this regularly right, right? 
<laughs> you know, I have my sun owl. I have to see it in the sun. Anyway. Okay. But yeah, I'm just processing the moment. Um and we came such a long way. And so to be in this space right now, like mm-hmm. after the years of preparation, the years of preparation. Yeah. Um now we just, you know, going forward is just the discernment to to always do the right thing and and you know cherish the blessings you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm, absolutely but definitely like it feels amazing (laughs) it's yeah it feels good it feels um so i feel like we're talking very broad and if you're listening you're like what the hell are (laughs) they talking about so we're kind of talking about, for one, our business and how it's going. It's doing magnificent. Um, and I think that Courtney and I, in this space, we're very modest. And we're both like that. We don't brag. We just kind of like head down working. You know, like we just real like that. And it's so funny. One time I went... And saw Corey play basketball, right? And every time she would score, she do not celebrate at all. <laughs> like she like, but this the she most hit random it shit. I'm serious, but this is how you are in life, though. Like you like score, crowd is cheering, you don't give a damn. Yeah. You're going back to the other end to try to like, you know, do that shit again. It's not a thing. Yeah. That's how you do life. Yeah. And so you would never know like the amazing things that's happening because like we don't talk about it. So we still not talking about it. Like um getting into what's in our are what? you finished, first of all? Of how yeah. you feel? I okay. Was okay. Getting into the next segment that we love, which is what's in our diet, where we discuss music, shows, books. <laughs> And just anything that we are currently consuming. Um, so we went to the movies. Went to the movies on random date night at like midnight. <laughs> and Man, we went to the movies at 10.30. Got out at... The movie didn't start till 11. Got out at 1 something in the morning. Yeah, it was a mess. Uh, but we went to go see so American fun, Fiction. How did you feel about the show? How did you feel about the movie? So I'm going to say American fiction was very, hmm. I really didn't have a comment on on what I feel afterwards other than, Mm. what was that? (laughs) First of all. What was that is how you feel? My my (laughs) attention span. Yeah. I hate to admit this. Yeah. But my attention span is not that long Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for film. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I can, first of all, if I figure out the plot of the movie and develop and know the movie in 30 minutes, it's going to spoil the movie for me. It happens all the time, right? Yeah. However, if after an hour I'm still confused about what I'm watching. What's going on? No, I can't say confused. That's not a good word. Okay. When it took a turn from. 
I'm following you too. What are these new people and these new storylines? No, no, no. I didn't. It wasn't. It took a turn for me because mm-hmm. I feel like at some point we are watching his writing come to life. Right. It's, it started to separate. But some of the things were just unnecessary. Yeah. So. Super unnecessary in the film. Right. I agree. And I'm like, did I miss something? I agree. I think that. So the film. Let's, let's, the film is about a, a, a writer. A writer. And he's a great writer. However, he's very known. And for some reason, he can't get the people to read his book. So he wanted to write what he wanted to write about that had nothing to do with like blackness. Blackness. Although he was black. And so the industry was like, you're black and we want blackity black writing. Right. And he was like, well, it's a black book because I'm a black man and I'm writing the book, which makes it. A black book. It's a black book because I'm black. But he but didn't want to like, be in no. the African-American section at the bookstore. He wanted to be like, if it's nonfiction, put me in nonfiction. Or if it's, you know. It doesn't make me a black writer because, again. Like, don't box. He didn't want to be boxed in. And then he writes a, a a parody. Right. And it ended up being. And they the people were eating it up. They loved it. They loved it. And in the book. He gave us blackity black. But also, although he didn't want to be blackity black, his life was blackity black and everything about it. Very stereotypical. His sister, his mom, his brother. So I didn't (laughs) I didn't want the dry humor because it's a serious film that threw me off. But I would suggest for you to definitely go and see it. Go check the film out. American Origin is Fiction. a film that I see people talking about. The Book of Clearance. Also, I think that was up on our uh, watch list. So we'll try to get one of them in. Okay. We did watch The Color Purple. So they put The Color Purple on Prime Video. So this is something that I've been wondering. I'm probably going to throw it up on Instagram as well. Oh, as a question. Did Taraji ruin The Color Purple's momentum as far as what they could have sold at the box office with those press runs that she was on she was literally like so giving did, a lot did she ruin the movie for the press run or her acting as should <laughs> don't do that and we're off to the next segment <laughs> no listen no 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 no, no, no. Can we this get is it? Valid. Okay, because you know, one this thing we do is we keep it a hundred on the show with the wellness wives. Um, I really enjoyed the color purple. I thought that Danielle did a fantastic job. Um, she ate that roll up. Can we say? Oh, I do agree. I do agree with that. Okay. But I have something for Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. She got I also want to say, Fanny, bec- seeing where Fanny started and seeing where Fanny is now, I'm very proud of her. I think she did a fantastic job as an actress. She had a mouth, she had the thing going with her face, facial expressions. It was like, I'm like, okay, she could do this. We can see Fanny in other roles. Fanny is hot. Come on now. Fanny got that thing behind her. You seen it? No comment on that. Okay. I seen it. Come on now, Fanny. But 
Fanny with the fanny. Okay, so uh, I think I think that 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 was well. Um, Taraji. When I think of Color Purple and when I remember watching it as a little girl, I remember seeing Suge and being captivated by her, like, essence, like, the sexiness. Mm -hmm. Like, her skin was dewy and brown, Mm -hmm. and she took me to the juke joint. Like, I was there. Fantasia, I'm sorry, Taraji didn't do that for me. Mm. Um, I didn't find it sexy. And I think that the way she has been carrying <laughs> with the press <laughs> run that I just knew she was going to, it was going to be given. I was going to see Taraji in a new like, way. In a, yeah. Like yeah, a, yeah. like but, an auntie. I will fuck. Yes. Uh, you know, let's keep over, it a bean over at the wellness wise. We do fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. But Fucking is actually very good. Um, and it we'll get said into it. it's... Um, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. Longevity. <laughs> orgasms. <laughs> long life, healthy heart. All right. So, um, I was expecting sexy from Taraji. I don't know why. But I was. Because it should. Because it should. I, I was like... Okay, when I first saw the press run, I was like, who is... I didn't want to look up nothing. You wanted to be a surprise. Who is Taraji? Because I could take take Fantasia, I could take Danielle, mm-hmm. uh, Coleman. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Sierra was going to make an appearance in the film. Kind of threw me off a little and bit. And why wasn't Sierra should? Sierra could have been should. Make it make sense. Unless Sierra can't act. Mm, she'd act pretty well for, when, for the time that we seen her on... The movie, she was fine. She didn't. Do how much. can see how can see Aaron not do act much. singing and dancing? First of all, Suge, I'm just throwing this out there. They must okay. have called Sierra. She was riding around the that a. little Fanny Taraji pal that they did. Suge got more camera time than Suge. Suge should have. Should have. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why she was scary. Can we talk about it? She said, "Wait a minute, I'm Suge." They gave the two hours I should be in the movie fifteen minutes. They gave Taraji thirty five minutes. <laughs> I was like, this shit's then not she, in. Then she left. Then she came back. Then she came back, but she did in the movie. Yeah, but she came back for a while. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly, I don't remember the color purple. Now that I'm really and, yeah, and I read some things about Alice Walker and her daughter. It's just really just it didn't sit well with you. Yes, I'm processing a lot. You know, but I didn't you, understand you, why they had to bring. You know what? Can we stop right there? Because I'm realizing that. Let's get in the way, man. Everything with damn near every person when you get to digging is something some that somebody's not gonna like about an artist, and we have to just get into the artistry. Let's just, you know what I'm saying? Once we start talking about the actual individual person. Like somebody could go, oh, I met the one no, time no, no. she had a nasty attitude. The only reason why you I thought me? about Alice Walker is because I was thinking about Lil Boosie not knowing that there was going to be some like lesbian innuendos mm. in the book, in the movie. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. Alice Walker wrote the wrote the book. She's also a part of this. Helped develop the play, uh, helped, the, helped develop the first movie. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I thought about bringing Lil Boosie up, I thought about Alice Walker. Okay, okay, I got you. You know? Yeah. But I'm still like processing it too. I got you. I got you. But yeah. He'll hide his mess and he, he ain't. His daughter is a lesbian. <clears throat> it's like. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I was oh. like, you know. He really hates it. You wow. know, they be real homophobic when they kids. It's like. That's very interesting. Yeah. Unless you're D-Wade. Okay. And Gabrielle, Next so thing that warm. is in our diet. All right. We was watching the studs of LA. Okay. We have. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> we were paying for the membership. Uh-huh. For the episodes. We watched like two episodes. Right. Still was paying for the membership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And seeing that it was drama. First of all, I seen that Blueface Baby Mama's dating one of the girls that was on the show. I saw that. So what the hell's going on What's on the show? On, on Studs of LA. Of course, she's not on the show no more. Because right. the twins beat her up or whatever. They was bullying her. Bullied her out the house or something. She uh-huh. really stole on somebody. Uh-huh. But Blueface fight women. So I would say the far away from his bitches. Definitely. What's their way? That nigga's crazy. But we was watching that. And, and it got crazy on One it. of the girls on their court said that she was going to get the other girl robbed. And okay. I was like, what the hell? Okay, so okay, so hold on. Because we got to get into some things. And we also have I don't know to if y'all watched this shit. I don't know if y'all watched those of LA. If you don't watch those of LA, you could just listen to this little part we're going to tell you right now. You don't even have to like. You're it's on it. YouTube. Go to YouTube. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. And it's uh, curated by Easy. Easy. Okay. And she's like a so, stud person. I think she's like a stem. Baby, take that out. Why? Cause she it's studs of LA. She identifies a stud. Okay. But you think she's I thought feminine, she was so a you stem. gonna say she a stem? No, I didn't think she was like a stud. I thought she was like a stem. Why was she's not a stem? Okay, so just take that part out. Okay. Okay. So what if she identifies a, a little stem? bit? <laughs> I'm gonna go look this up. A little bit of the backstory around this because. We want to discuss. So they were at a club and Easy has on a lot of jewelry. It was a lot of drama going on. They were fighting this and that with one of the girls in the house, girlfriends. So they end up seeing an unmarked car with dudes like hanging out and the security was like, all right, these guys in this car look weird. I need all of y'all. I know y'all fighting and got all this drama going on, but I need y'all to stop right now because it's a suspicious episode. vehicle Behind and we need church. y'all to hop on this bus and we need to go home. Right. right? Court is a bus. popular Instagram person. Right. With a with a licks. Court yes. and licks. Court and licks. Yes. Okay. Yes. You had to put that so they... Finally get home. Mm-hmm. Everybody has settled a little bit. Everyone's talking about, bro, what was this? Because everybody was fighting in the house. It was a mess. Literally. It was a hot mess. Get around to Courtney. And it's time for them to have their one-on-one. Like, okay, bro, what was that about? Like, I really I felt. Think she goes by court. What do I call her? Courtney. Oh, court. Excuse <laughs> me. Court. What was that about? Like, I asked you to get on the bus. We, You know, you had mm-hmm. like, you didn't give a fuck. You, you know, I had me. this jewelry on. 
and you wanted you wanted to apologize to me immediately. I didn't want to accept your apology right then and there. Why you didn't get on the bus when I asked you and I told you I got all this jewelry on and money and da-da-da-da. First thing come out of Courtney's mouth is, I don't give a fuck about what's on your neck. Like, <laughs> I don't get, and I was like, oh. Very hater-like. Very big hater vibes. Yeah. Then go on to say, because mind you, at the end of the day, we all should be protecting each other. We all women. We all need to stay safe. Right. And if somebody you with got money on them or whatever the case may be, it's like, okay, girl, we need to get we need to get off the scene. Right. Period. So Court made it very clear that she didn't give a fuck about Easy and her jewelry or nothing. Yeah, she like, yeah, we we get it that you got money. Big hater vibes. And then she says And then she I'll says get you robbed. Nigga, I could get you robbed right now. Right now, whoa! I thought that was so weird. I I don't know if this is a stage a gutter thing. snipe. I still don't know if it's a stage show. Nah, but the way the girl Twin Easy was, was crying, crying. she ain't no damn actor. <laughs> that was this is just it's a ghetto show, y'all. It it wasn't but ghetto. The girl it started off. That, the, it was ghetto. I thought it started off real vanilla. The twins ghetto. Oh, you talking about like that? Yeah, the show they've real introduced. Vanilla. It's a it's a it's a mess, y'all. But mess. let's go to the comment about when she said she could get you robbed right now. What do you do with a friend y'all arguing? And she says some shit like that. Hmm. I feel like Easy should have. I would have went got all her bags and <laughs> threw them in the pool. We gonna take this back to real world. <laughs> Nah, for real. Bad Girls Club. Bad Girls Club. Bitch, you out the club. Bitch, you out the house. You out the house, you out bitch. the house, yeah. In a nasty way, out I the can't, house. I can't trust nobody like that. I'm sorry. like. Oh, she can never be trusted. That's some jaded shit. Like, but, but honestly, you can't be friends with people who like envy your lifestyle and just say little little yeah little things. You know what I mean? She's right. like, I tell you every day I'm proud of you and you this and you that and you this and you that. But this how you feel about me? Like yeah. you're overdoing it. Uh-huh. You're doing it every day for a reason. Right. Right? You right. wanna you wanna be in my face, be in my corner. Mm-hmm. You don't get nowhere like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just not the And you know they say a drunk uh mind speak a sober tongue. So I really feel in that moment, everybody was drunk, speaking a piece, and you said how you felt. And that's something you think about. Yeah. You think is. about robbing me. Because why the fuck would you say that? That's, the, that's nasty word. You think about, like, I'm a lick. I look like a lick to you. Yeah. Yeah, I look like a lick to you, basically. That's what she said. As my friend. Yeah. Yikes. That's, you got to be careful. I don't know. You got to like, be careful. And, and really, that tie into what we're talking about, love and survival, because people, people raised in a certain way will think a certain way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you just, I just feel like, when you're doing stuff from your heart, you're just a genuine person. People who ain't never had people like that in their life, they try to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. They try to, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. They try to use you or set you up. Most motherfuckers that get killed or get robbed be by people they know. So Absolutely. Most, they'll tell you. Interpersonal relationships. They'll so. tell you that. Most that people who really house, is, houses get rained up in, it's because somebody That's why ain't nobody ever been to my house. But 
We're gonna start. Bless you, be. <laughs> yes, we're I. Start yes, I sage when people come to my house. <laughs> I'm spiritual. Yes, I got some crystals in my pocket. <laughs> I'm spiritual. Oh, yes, I have an altar in my home. <laughs> Don't come over here looking I crazy. I cannot with you. you okay, take so. Take your shoes off. Are we done with Next, what's in um, our diet? We're going to put it short. we still talking. I'm cutting some of this shit. We had 40 minutes. We just okay. shooting the shit at this point. So, so Meg dropped the song. His oh, <laughs> and I thought she was gonna sting and bite something. Uh huh. But what but did she do? Pinch the bitch. She's doing what she been doing. Now All I don't right. have no problem with. She did not pinch the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> did she at least pinch the bitch? She did something. <laughs> Cause she got Miss Nikki over there, right? Punching the L, right? Right. Don't lie. <laughs> this bitch. She I was can't. Some she crazy was. Stuff. Nikki Minaj is so unhinged <laughs> right now, and I just want her to gather herself. Um, <laughs> one thing I can say about Megan the Stallion is, at this point, is is just too dragged out. I would really love to hear something else from her in music if she has something else to give. I'm not sure. But this feels like it's giving like battle rap at this point. Like, hmm. I want a well put together song that's taking me somewhere else. Do you hmm. know what I'm saying? For an example, like. You're tired of hearing about it. It's just the same thing. It sounds like it's just the same song, like con- context-wise, over and over if again. If it's not party, it's Tory. If it's not yeah, Tory, it's, it's it's just the same shit. It's the same mm. shit. Um, yeah, like for an example, when Nicki Minaj gave us um, Pink Friday Girls. It's fun. It's upbeat. It makes you feel a certain kind of way. You're not thinking about no drama, no beef, no nothing. I want, if Megan is as good as we want her to be, she needs more range. They were saying Tina topic. Snow is back. How you feel, how you feel about that? I love Tina Snow going hard on a hoe. But it's not giving Tina Snow, because even Tina Snow had Kanye Queen. Hey, Kanye Queen. That was your song. I know. I posted that one time she reposted it. That's back when she was, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, hold you on. You know what she's me just talking about? Sipping, having a good time, being fly, sexy. Take me. So I don't care where she take me. I love Meg. Don't take get me wrong. Else. But make this your last record. Your last Of one. this, of addressing Tori. Like, like now, like to me, when you do this kind of stuff, you give people the opportunity to open up that can of worms. Because right. a lot of people just feel like, I don't know what it is about the industry and what's being said in the industry, but it does seem like something crazy is going on. I don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know how the politics work and the politics work with mm-hmm. the industry. Mm-hmm. But it just leaves a lot of speculation for people to say shit when you address shit. Yeah. And it seemed like you have to keep addressing it, keep addressing it, keep addressing it, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nikki had, she don't even have to do much to say whatever. Right. That's another thing why so I feel like. So you can just leave her 
where she at. Yeah. Like, in this instance, it's kind of like the boss right itself with Meg. Because Mickey just have so much ammo. She's saying the girl didn't so, call her. Kelsey didn't call yeah, her. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's been, it's, it's been drug out. And I really feel like. You know people chatty. Um, the best revenge is your paper. Like Queen B say, you know. And so it's time to just focus on the craft, the art. You say if she as good as you say she is, if they if she say she is. Yeah, if you ask Where good is Tina as Snow? Say, that his wasn't it. His was a miss for me. His was a miss for me as well. His so that's actually and then Miss not in our diet. You didn't even have to say nothing about that lady. Like Megan's Law, that like that bar was really good. That was that was a hard bar. That was a hard bar. That was a hard bar. Like No shade. Gave it to her. But also just be ready for what comes because now she's gonna drag you. That's all. Well, I'm, we waiting. So. Like this is like a sparring match. I'm not even tripping. So we'll I don't. I don't even care that Megan and Nikki go back and forth because Megan can rap and Nikki can rap. Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay, but she don't need to mention that nigga and that other nigga no more. We don't give a shit about Done that. Done with it. Yeah. Done with it. Um, Young and May dropped visual. Okay. Guys, new song out. She's looking very healthy. Good. She talking her shit. And she's still rapping, rapping her, ass, her so. ass off. And that's something we love to see. So shout out to, to Young and May. All right. For getting back on her shit. Um, Fred O'Bain came out with an album that you've been listening to. No. Okay. So this is so random. Okay. This, y'all, this is the most random <laughs> news you're going to hear all day whenever you hear this. So... I'm in a gym. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what I want to listen to because I have yet to make a gym playlist. I realized that I don't want to hear music in the gym. I might want to hear podcasts. I might want to hear audio book, something like that, that I can just focus on breathing and listening. Yes. And not, oh, I want to hear that. Oh, now I'm shuffling. I'm spending five minutes trying to find a song because I want to hear that. I want to hear that. So, yeah. Anyways, how I discovered this is I put on a rap album that just dropped. Mm -hmm. That's usually what I do. I go try to tap in with the streets. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And Fredo Bang, Fredo Bang. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. But he has an album called I'm Sad. Mm -hmm. Why I click on this? I don't know. I'm thinking it's going to be like some Broadway Wave meet Kevin Gates. And that's exactly what it is, right? (laughs) Okay. However, this guy was in the the on the blogs a couple of years ago, maybe even last year, mm-hmm. with having a baby with a popular girl on Instagram who was actually married to another woman. Right? right? Her right. name is Annie. Annie and Seven. Okay. They have a baby and they had it with Fredo Bang. But I think Annie and Fredo Bang was a thing. Okay, okay. Um. Like he was the third in their marriage. Right. Right? Right. So it's going viral. He's the daddy. I guess they had a YouTube. They came out and said like they went this route mm-hmm. this time because they have another baby as well. Beautiful kids. Yeah, beautiful. But baby. this man album is dissing this lady. He dissing her on every song. Every song because it didn't work out. The whatever it was supposed Court was to be. Like Ash, I listen to this it. song, and he like. These lesbian bitches thought that they was gonna get no, fame. No, he didn't my say baby. lesbian bitch, bitches and none of that, y'all. What he said? These bitches. He he did. He said something about like fuck his baby mama. 
Then he said something about uh, bitches trying to get rich off my semen. Okay. Then so he it said wasn't something bitches, about bitches, the she girl. She heard him. She Whatever heard him, happened, she heard him. I don't know. But that was the most random shit that I heard was like, because I knew who he was from uh-huh. the, I'm like, okay, if we could find a guy minus the like we are having sex part, right. but a guy who want to be a father and like got some money, yeah, let's do it. Like you can come get this, <laughs> you can go get our son. I'm not doing no chipping, you know, you can, you whatever. Right. So I thought it was an ideal situation, uh-huh. you know. You don't yeah. got to do too much. Right, right. But no, it's drama. It's and drama. Then, and he talking about it. you me on records. Bitch, I got to I gotta get on the disc record. <laughs> Bitch, I got to get on the disc. I don't even rap. I have now to. Now I got to let it fly. Now I got to rap. <clears throat> but yeah, that was the most random shit that Super I learned. Super random. <laughs> so, our next segment, this, what I heard. So there's a viral video going around right now of a woman not wanting to eat because her man not eating. Okay. Okay. And I commented on it. And the comment is going viral with damn self, <laughs> which is crazy. So, so many people is talking shit to me. <laughs> they are like, you can't be fucking serious. And they just saying so many things. Um, but I'm letting it rock. But basically, the woman is like, I'm letting it rock. He come out, <laughs> he comes out with her food. Right. She like, oh, where well, your drink? She look in the bag, where well, your food? He like, I'm a, I'm not hungry. I don't want to eat. So she was like, oh, I want this. I don't want to eat either. So what you gonna eat later? And he was like, she was. He was like, well, let me just eat a fry. She was like, no, I'm not eating because you're not eating. And like, I'm full. I'm good. He like, you full? What are you full of? Yeah, he was like, you hungry? Like, just go ahead and eat. I'm not going to eat. And she was like, uh-uh, I don't want to do that. I felt her. Of course you would. Because. Something's wrong with you. No. We have to be in harmony. Now, if I'm out What was the comment thing, that you made? What's the comment? <laughs> you want to pull it up? Okay, this is what I said, y'all. And y'all tell me if y'all feel me on this or not. So I said, because something ain't right, we are out of harmony and alignment. Also, what you going to eat later? Then if I eat now and you don't eat when it's time to eat again, we won't be on the same eating schedule. Don't stress me out. Psycho. A psycho response. (laughs) That is going viral on Instagram because women are psycho. No, the and women, they believe that that's a good thing. So if I eat this now and then you eat when later, why does it matter? I'm gonna eat when I'm hungry and when I'm ready to eat. But I want us to eat together. I understand that, y'all. This is a hold on. Okay, we posed the question: Is this a real thing that happens in a relationship? It is absolutely a real thing that happens in a relationship. And I also want y'all to tell me, because y'all be listening to this, and y'all would definitely hit me up and be like, yeah, girl, or no, girl. So if this All is a y'all real gonna thing. All y'all going to be hitting Ashley up talking about, yeah, girl, because you're DM also me. psycho. No, because the thing is this, like, that's a moment for us to, like, talk and eat together and for us to bond over dinner. How we going to have dinner if you eat late in the day? If you eat at 6, we have dinner at 7.38. You're not going to be hungry. And this is just, see, you see how we out of harmony? 
That's an ongoing thing now. It does not sound like you're out of harmony. It sounds like that on something <laughs> as simple as eating schedule, you have to control that for somebody other than yourself. Your stomach tells you when you're hungry. But why your stomach? And my hungry? stomach will tell me when it's hungry. They they not on the same type of time. But if we ate breakfast together. As you can tell, this is a real thing that happens in relationships. So anyways. Another thing that I don't like that Courtney does with eating. What I'm doing. Is she hungry and can't say what she want to eat? That that never happens. Or she will ask me what I want to eat. And then she's like, yeah, you will be like, which one to eat? And I say, oh. I always consider you. That's why I ask you first. I want to eat Postino's. And she's like, okay, you eat that. I'm going to eat something else. Well, what's the something else you going to get? Because if you finna go to Paparo's. I never go to Papa I Dose need to see. know because now I won't post the notes. See, it's a lot to it. Anyways, y'all. Control. Y'all let us know. Control. What y'all. It's all rooted in control, y'all. Feel about that. It's not control. It's us being together in harmony. Control. It's not control. So if we don't eat together, we're not in harmony? We won't eat together Psycho. if you're obviously working, you're somewhere else, Edge. you're doing your own thing. But if we're, we're together. The question was, if we, we don't eat together, we're not in harmony. Is that what you're implying? That if we do not eat together, we are not in harmony? It depends. I don't even You can't get even in, give me a straight answer. I don't want to get into control. it. So we're going to move on. Control. All right. It's rooted in control. So getting into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> being raised off survival versus being raised in love. So there's a lot of talk around people who are raised in survival versus people who are raised in love. People are putting them against each other. Mm-hmm. So we're going to demystify some things and get into it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Let's go. Okay. Come on. That was me demystifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like there's a lot of people who have chimed in on the topic just from their opinion versus actually their lived like experience with their partner. Yeah. Of one being raised and in survival you, and one being raised in love. Even if you are chiming in because it's your opinion. Some mm-hmm. some people will chime in with their lived experience. I think it's the same thing with like zodiac signs too. Uh huh. You date one Capricorn, you say I hate all Capricorns. They liars. They're whatever. Right. They this this this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I think it, it becomes that for people too. Like but even if in you don't experience. have the other person to sit and and discuss this right. thing with you, right? Then you feel me? You just That's speaking what, on your behalf, right? It's a so, bias. Is it exactly? But it's but it's also lived experience, which is bias, it's lived goddamn. experience, but it's bias, but. Yeah. So we're going to bring it to you from our, our actual our experience. Actual, yeah, our actual relationship. Yes. Because we are, not now, but I think we discovered that we kind of different. With and, how, definitely and, with how we were and raised. And how we were raised. Yeah. And how we were mothered. Yeah. And yeah. so it shows up in different ways in our relationship that we didn't understand or even know. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's been like years and years of like, um prep not preparation challenges challenges yeah 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 school if you will lessons and learning yeah 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 i think that 
like one thing that I must tip my hat to is that we love each other from a space of wanting wanting for each of us to learn, develop, evolve, and grow, not just like for the relationship, but for our individual self too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like we've both approached each other with like friend. Like I feel like you can change in this way. Mm, Yeah. You know, like I feel like that's something I never had. Mm. Was somebody to say, hey, I think that you have room to change this thing about you in this department. Like everybody just kind of let me do my own thing. It was, I could be hella wrong, loud yeah. and wrong. And you came, which I feel like is, is very loving because it wasn't from a judgmental space. Yeah. But concern. Concern. You know what I mean? Deep concern. And also curiosity of how I think. Yeah. Where did this come from? Where does it stem from? You know what I'm mean? like. Mm-hmm. You you wanted to know. Yeah. And then so we can dismantle it. Who yeah. fucks with that? Yeah, and I think it worked both ways. I think we was we have constantly taught, been able to teach each other things, mm-hmm. but like us being able to understand our own pathology, yeah, has been really important. And I think you said something important too, where. Like, we understand that our love matters, but our, like, ability to be who we are individually is what pushes the love further. Yes. So we care about each other regardless. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think that I think that was a really important thing that you said because that's how you could – it's almost like a – like when you think about relationships and how you would want like your big sister to be or how you want your big brother to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We we are the older siblings. So yeah. to each other, we had to be those things at times. Like even though Ashley's way older than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it's a lot of lies being told. Even though she's way older than me. I am older than Courtney. Sometimes I'm on. the older sister. And even though, you know. Yeah. And she's the older sister too. Or the older, just the older person, the older mentor, mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. the wiser. Yeah. In certain instances. And it's because we have different upbringings. I definitely attribute that to that because, um, it wasn't always just me teaching anything or yeah. me correcting anything. It was you. I think you had to learn how to correct me because mm-hmm. your style wasn't necessarily my style. Right. How I receive right. and, and vice versa. Like mm-hmm. just learning that, you know, I can't raise my voice. Yeah. It, it literally will throw off anything. Now we arguing about tone. Now we arguing about how loud I am. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it throws off an argument. We can't mm-hmm. argue. We can't. Now it's about, you know yeah so all these things are like things that you learn in relationships mm-hmm. and i feel like we had like years and years <laughs> of like just probably misunderstanding each other because not we didn't know that this stemmed from something else right. like both of our the way we were raised was showing up in our relationships yes right yes and even though love and survival aren't in 
conflict with each other as like being in on opposite ends of the spectrum they can get in conflict with each other right because of how i respond because of how you respond mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or how you approach something or how i approach something yeah so it's been like a long drawn out mm-hmm. drama filled yes you know lesson yes. with that until you realize um it's on me Mm-hmm. Like just because I was raised in love, that doesn't mean that that's the only way to be. There's other ways to be. There's other ways to develop. You not necessarily being quote unquote raised in love and raised in survival. You need my energy because I'm able to guide you in a way that's not like you said judgmental. Mm-hmm. That's not coming from a negative place. Mm-hmm. That's coming from a concerned place or uh, even it just certain things like. And I was talking about this on my Instagram. Yeah. How I thought, like, I played that Whitney Houston interview mm-hmm. with Wendy Williams for you. And I was like, this is what you remind me of. Because, like, you, and <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But to be that way all the time. Right. It's like, Rowdy. why you like that? <clears throat> with everything, if you yeah. go to work, you not like that. Right. I'm Well, I'm putting on, and I really had to, like, stretch myself at work. But you did it. Yeah, I and did. And then everywhere else, you like, in conflict, we like. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. really not conducive to what we doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then the way my stuff shows up, like, anger sometimes, like, from not getting a point across. Like, mm-hmm. if I feel like I'm not heard, that's weird to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? If right. I'm feeling dismissed, disregarded. I'm like, what is this? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's good you said that, like, because, okay, first of all, something that confuses me is the way that people do put love against uh, survival. Mm-hmm. I don't, I feel like it could, you can be raised off survival and still be loved y- as well. Absolutely. So... I, I really don't feel like you love you're over here by yourself and, and survival you're over here by yourself yeah. you know so i kind of want to break down what quote unquote race of survival is gotcha. so uh some of the signs could be <clears throat> is that you uh, are lack of attention a lack of affection poverty neglect mm-hmm. uh and for some people abuse mm-hmm is something that you know yes. maybe that person experienced in their life mm-hmm. uh, for someone who quote unquote raised off of love may look supportive nurturing emotionally available mm-hmm. um affectionate those are the, some things that they may have experienced in their childhood right um and i and uh, i mean when when you break it down i can see how it is put against each other. Right. right Makes right, right. sense. Right. I can see how it even showed up in my personal development as a woman. Yeah. Because I did experience lack of attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, lack of support. Yeah. You know, I did not know I was poor, but that's another thing that makes me, you know, curious about this is, would you say that you were like wealthy? No. Right? So, but you were loved. Yeah. So, you know like, what I'm saying? I so, think, that's the part that's tricky. I think even in the same context, you you understand that like 
growing up poor, quote unquote, I didn't know I was poor. It's a reason for that, right? It's right. it's kids that like or grown adults that have stories of poverty. So it's certain it's levels to poverty. Yeah. Like we yeah, could talk about that like all right. day. Right. Everybody that grew up in the projects wasn't growing up the same. Right. right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So when you think about not even understanding that as a as an adult like getting to that point and saying oh wait i was kind of poor it's because you did have love like mm-hmm. even if it was a su- survival as far as like money you know we yeah. now we now we understand middle classes when i say i grew up middle class we know that that's not far from poverty right like, my people still work Hard working. you know what i'm saying yeah. like so it's not you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily and then that love Shit, I seen my grandma work two jobs. My mama always worked. Right. Like it ain't I've never seen them not surviving out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think I got kind of the best of both worlds. I just the the way that I was nurtured was a little different from you. Yes. Right. And we yes. always talk about, you know, how we have different mothers. Yes. Um, as far as how we was raised and you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like the the you know what I mean right. like that's like the main thing is like even though it's they are supposed to be different they have a commonality you know yeah. you didn't feel poor I didn't feel wealthy <laughs> you know what I'm saying like <laughs> right it was something there right and so know? that's why I do believe that it could coexist yeah and, and it has to it it actually has to yeah like yeah. like love love is something when you just think about it it has its own special like endorphins that it creates in the body right it makes you feel like a high dopamine but we all know that those things have incredibly low lows Mm -hmm. right when Mm -hmm. you're starved of these things when you don't have them it's something that your dna actually needs right so survival is kind of like um a part of us we all we all have a fight or flight sense right you know it's an instinct Mm -hmm. everybody kind of have it to flinch right you know yeah um so it's not necessarily a bad thing but when you have to survive to live or you have to survive for everything that you have sometimes you don't feel worthy when you get it because of that mindset you don't trust because of that mindset it's very true so it's like you know both things have things that literally will take them away from their essence or their core yeah but a lot of people's survival the way that they think comes from trauma and mm-hmm. i think just how we deal with people that you know are in that space says a lot about us as people yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. if you raise off love if you can't deal with people like that then you know right. what was the love for real yeah. material things? right you know what i mean and see that's that's one thing that I'm really, really happy that we're having this discussion because I feel like this is something that I've been kind of trying to make sense of. Okay. Um, Even in conversation with my grandmother and realizing how, just the pathology of it all. Mm -hmm. Like, my grandmother is like, well, Ashley, you can't say your mom don't love you like you was the best-dressed child. Mm -hmm. Like, you was always hair done, clothes, this and that. And I had to explain to my grandmother about, you know, interest, like Mm -hmm. about support, about attention, about Mm -hmm. curious of how I'm feeling, uh, what I want to do in life, um, playing with me, 
like yeah. quality time. Like, you know, that's and she was like, well, damn. Quality time is your top. That's how you want to do I love quality time. <laughs> so she was like, well, hell, I ain't have time <laughs> with my kids. So, and I love my kids. And then she's go on to say, well, my mama always worked. And I feel right. like my mama loved me. And I hardly seen my mama because she worked so much, you know. And so now I'm in a conversation of trying to defend right. that I didn't feel loved and supported. And then the because I had like, okay. Right. And mm. then I'm like, oh, so you don't even get what love is, right? Mm. So how can I even explain it to you or get what's, what was missing in my life even up as until now as an adult, what I don't receive, yeah. if to you it is you had a roof over your head, AC blowing cold, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, because um, even the even like our our elders do have a hard time understanding about love, like what love is. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, we can use both of our elders. They're not married. Mm-hmm. So the experience of what that does to you because having a having a loving spouse changes your life it does like i'm not talking about like money wise i'm Mm -hmm. not talking about anything because i always say when we never had one thing we had everything like i i I always felt that like we're gonna get to that point where we say this is we've been practicing for this like we've been headed like because that's how we operated yeah not without the money i mean without the money mm-hmm, like just mm-hmm. you know always always like that we rich in spirit i used to always say that absolutely but that's that's kind of like that's something that you can't like you ha- you can't actualize it you know yeah because love look like doing everything you exhausting yourself mm-hmm for your children. Yes. And I always talk about how people have children to fill a void mm-hmm. that their parents left for them. Right. Not understanding that you are like kind of perpetuating the cycle almost. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. now your parents finna neglect your kids too. Right. And that never goes away that you were neglected. Yeah. It literally, rec- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't matter yeah. how much attention that you even try to change with it. Right. You know, right. do something different. But gra- grannies are not going to understand. Like, that wasn't. Yeah. That's not what I needed. Yeah. You're not supposed to say that. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. we the we the radical generation of the families that's mm-hmm. like, nah, right. that's not right. Because I, I really feel like bottom line, at the, at the least, you do is care for something that you bring into the world. I feel like that is your obligation. Yeah. So the things that you're saying, I love you because I made sure that you were well. I fed you. I clothed you. But you do understand that's like but a that, lot of people, I know, parents I know. don't do that. And I get it. And that's I love. Yeah. Right? It's neglect. Yeah. Um, it's a whole lot of, of things. Right? <laughs> yeah. You got people who, you know, drop their children off in the front of a fire station. Right. Mm -hmm. So just like you said, it's levels of poverty. It's levels of abandonment as well. Oh, absolutely. And so when I try to discuss abandonment and oh yeah, yeah. you know, it's not not saying you drop me off in front of the fire station, 
what I'm saying is you were never there for me emotionally. Mm. Mm. Right. And it's just hard to, so that's something that I have to work on by myself because we can, we can go back and forth about this because we are different in a different generation. Yeah. We look at things differently, different perspectives and we can go back and forth. Yeah. Because also love is subjective. Like, what you may think love is, somebody may think it's different, and now we fighting and we going back and mm-hmm. forth about what love is. Yeah. And so I think it's the matter of saying how how I needed to be loved. And I think just what uh, some basic uh, needs of what love look like for a child. Yeah. And what that does for them growing up into, like, uh, an adult. You know, that's why I do think it is very important to acknowledge how a person um, grew up to know. You know, and I was telling you earlier that you are the most um, intimate relationship I've ever had. Right. And I say that because um, just the small, intricate details of you telling me how you were read to or me telling you how Mm -hmm. I'd never had a room of my own until I was 17 years old. It's a lot of stories that was never told mm-hmm. that or that I never shared with people or people shared with me. And so I don't even know like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Like I didn't even know like I knew that something was missing, mm-hmm. but I didn't know like exactly what, you yeah. know, I didn't I didn't know nothing about no bedtime stories. Yeah. Like when you told me that I was like, I that's some shit you read this. in. A fairy tale book. Well, but my mom you had know? me. My mom was young when she had me, so she she was a reader. I know, but I'm just so you feel I, I me. That's so precious, you know. And <laughs> you get what I'm saying. No, yeah. And sweet, and me not, you know, me not having a my I'm own like, bedroom I'm like, since I was 17. You may see like why I feel territorial over things because I never. I didn't know. Shit I didn't know that. Like that's that's so important. And then I'm like a team. I'm team. I've always been a part of teams. I've never been on a team of nothing. And I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big sister, so I've right. been the leader. Well, I'm a you, big sister. You yeah. a big sister, but you know, even y'all have like a different dynamic, you know. Right. But I'm a I'm I'm a big sister to many girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's that's different, you right. know. Right. I was responsible for doing a lot of things, you know. Yeah, you got a lot of sisters. Yes. <laughs> You know, so, so even that's different as far as like how I how I am as yeah. a woman. You know, I think that did shape my shape my my mind. Sometimes, like it gets it gets lost on me that I'm even. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was really my childhood. I remember having the because I you know I have some things too, but that's a whole other topic. Um, <laughs> But I I was always wondering how I was going to introduce my wife to my other sisters. Like, that was something that was always a thing for me. Because we had been together so long, but you yeah. had never met them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, because I was a certain age and a certain way of thinking, and when you, you know, I hate to reference age, but when you turn 35, the life cycle that you should have uh, learned was isolation of love. And mm. so I was like coming out of that. And, yeah. and it just happened divinely that we, we, you was able to meet them and stuff. And they love me and I love them. And then 
stuff resurfaced was like yeah i was kind of and i always tell ashley like i had my mom and i had a stepmom mm-hmm. who kept me close with my si- my sister so i got a whole nother family yeah that you don't even know no. like mm-hmm. at all you know what i'm saying that i grew up with yeah. like now i don't necessarily have a relationship with my father that i think i should have but that's a whole nother story but his wife was definitely like mm-hmm. you know like my other mama right. i grew up with two mamas you yeah. know I, I would definitely say that and even my mama has shared stories with me between them two ladies co-parenting mm-hmm. my ass so mm-hmm. it's it's i've had that type of nurturing thing from several angles yeah. so it's not just me as a person i'm a result of a community of women that like instill things in me you know i love that so i'm able to be there for you yeah. and it's no it's n- like I never even thought twice about it. And I appreciate that. Like because like like what it feels like to me is why you understood like sisterhood and you even had two women coming together who was like dealt with the same men in whatever capacity. Yeah. Them saying no, we need to take girl. care of yeah this me. child which is like you. I was more important than you, yeah, everything. Yeah. You you understood what support looks like yeah for sure in womanhood yeah for me i did not yeah i had you know my mom and then she's like her and her sister got this sister rival thing (laughs) so i see a lot of that you know i see my mom telling me i don't have no damn friends (laughs) when i get a friend that's a girl or Always telling me somebody jealous of me or, you know, and just planning these things in my mind yeah. where I'm thinking negatively about girls growing yeah. up. You know, like I can't trust girls. Yeah. And we and can, girls are and, messy. And, and, and we so can, stay out of mess and no, drama, yeah. which no shade. They used to try to jump me and they did thing, you know, things. It was true. Some of it was true, yeah. but I want to say that also, everybody not like that. I can also say that that's part of being raised in a certain environment. It's very true. But I think that like knowing the background of how your person was raised, it yeah. gives you a better insight on their beliefs. Yeah. Morals. Uh, their perspectives. They, right. They yeah. Moral, yeah. And so like that's important to know because now that's how you get to the root. Yeah. It's always like, I don't know why she like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't or judging her by it or yeah. or him by it. Versus like, oh, now we can get to, to the bottom of some things. Yeah. Okay, so you was uh, you never had a room. Yeah. Okay, so you might need to feel You might say, No, you can't use my car. <laughs> okay, like yeah, that's one thing. Like it's like you had to work hard. You it's survival, right? So you like busting your ass to work as a child. Right. So you value work and the things that you work hard for. Yeah, you value your materials. And so and you worked hard for them. Because I worked hard for them. And you gotta hold on to them. I don't feel like that anymore. Of course not. But yeah, that's how I felt. Like, ain't nobody gonna do also, this for me. Ain't nobody help me with this. It didn't. It put a chip on your shoulder. And, and then let's let's let okay, because I want to go even deeper. But let's we ain't let's go. go. Too deep. Let's go. But in a relationship, just imagine what it's like to be on the other end of that type of like woman. Yeah. As a person, like coming into like 
my own outside of everything. I'm yeah. just dispersing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It was a lot for me. I can imagine. It was a lot for me because I feel like as a as a person, mm-hmm. like if you take away if you strip a person of everything they've ever accomplished and just look at them as a human being, that should grant you some level of like empathy and understanding. Yeah. Just that alone. And yeah. I'm not even thinking that, right? Uh-huh. But me, mm-hmm. I just feel like Sometimes it was just unwarranted and uncalled for. Yeah. But then I realized you kind of had like a mean girl thing. Mm. And so being partnered with somebody that's like that, that's mm-hmm. not like that, and you sensitive. So I can't just say, like, if I feel like you said some crazy shit to me, I can't just say whatever. Oh, but you did. Oh, but I got to that point. Oh, very, very, very fast. I had to. Like, first month. <laughs> <laughs> like let's not <laughs> you feel me but i'm just saying, I, I i i get what you're saying i did have like the mean girl vibe but the, you was definitely just mean not mean girl yeah. vibe but because yeah. i think that's two different things i think i think there's like, a Capricorn i mean. think there's a very i was gonna say i think there's a very thing about me that a lot of people will say i mean yeah like just straight up but i'll be dead ass serious like yeah <laughs> that's the problem yeah i think i'm too uptight I'm not like that now. Like, I'm way No, we're now. talking about the past. But I definitely was very mean. Because Absolutely. I, too, had a chip on my shoulder. Right. I felt like I had to survive a lot of shit I shouldn't have to survive. I'm sorry, <laughs> God damn it. So you kind of met me at a very pivotal time. That, that's why yeah. I said I'm just stepping away from everything, and I'm just like who I am. Mm-hmm. And that sucked. It felt like I got dropped, just dropped in the world. Bob, there you go. Go figure right. it out. So and you a lot got of, a chip, I a got lot a of student chip. athletes are like that, where you just pushed it to the world, and now you're forced to be this person. You're not a part of this team. It's like, who are you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was older. That's even worse. Right. My Saturn was t- return was a was a motherfucking shit show. But oh I met gosh. Ashley. Right at right now. at the turning point. A little so. blessing. <laughs> right at the turning point, bro. I swear to God, we met each other, and that's why we here. Yeah. You know, it's like two totally different worlds colliding. Yeah. And creating something that is in the middle. And the middle is where it's beautiful at, where they coexist at, you know. It's a beautiful place. I wouldn't to be. be who I am if I didn't have the survival skills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't have all that love. That's what I'm saying. So You know. It's a it's a beautiful mixture that we have of like, you know, we get to teach and learn all the time from each other. Yeah. And even though like I think our latest thing is like abandonment right okay i think (coughs) i think that's our latest theme that on both sides i can honestly say that you will feel that no matter how you was raised yeah you know what i'm saying like nobody wants to feel like that like i might have had love but i felt i felt abandoned like this Mm -hmm. you know and in survival part of your mentality is because of feeling abandoned so i think that's like a theme that we working through now yeah. Maybe we'll talk about it in like six months. Yeah. <laughs> After, you know, we like to talk about things once we actually like have went cleared it. through it and is on the other side. So more so cleared it because yeah. we've been going through it. Yeah. Once, different, we, different once it's things. done, it's like, let's talk about it. And you know what? That's a thing too, which maybe we could do a, a episode about people wanting to uh, become partner with someone that's already healed. Because I still come across that all the time which i felt like we should now know it's 2024 that you're always and forever healing 
Yeah. Like healing is a journey. It's not a destination. Like you don't. And I actually, you know, I fell out with a friend because of that, but whatever. Um, what? She felt like she was healed. And I'm like, it's a journey. And she's like, you're saying that I'm not where I'm at, who I, and it's okay that if you're not Somebody there, said it was completely healed? Yeah, that's why we fell out. And I was like, well, okay, well, that's you gotta tell me who this friend that's is. that. As to so, be falling, falling out with friends, I don't even be knowing who girl, they are. Yeah, you are. do the same, the same person who was offended that I said, oh, okay. yeah, that was about the healing. It was that, that was the process, yeah. Oh, and so, spiraling right now. Spiraling. Um, but, up, but anyways, we're gonna um, we're gonna touch on some negative and positive traits of love versus survival. Um, because, you know, whether you know it or not, like you could be raised in love and still have negative traits. Oh yeah. So For sure. like, I know online there's a lot of putting it against each other and making the love just very roses, sunshine. You wake up in the morning. <laughs> And it's you know how to wash your partner's dishes. You know, you know <laughs> how to. And some of y'all people pleasing is not necessarily a trait of people that's raised in love, by the way. By the way, it's more of so, a survival trait. But yeah, some of uh, negative traits for people who were raised in love is that you could be over dependent, over dependent. Yes. Okay. I can see that. Um, always feeling like you need to be seen, appreciated, rewarded. Um, if not, you will feel <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> if people, you know, don't reward you or make you feel seen, then you will have a problem with that cuz you are used to always being acknowledged by your parents. Mhm. Um, another way is it's uh, hard for you to overcome failure. So for people who raise off love, they like when they fail at something, their world is like crashing. They Shatter. cannot believe that <laughs> they're failing, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. because and, and that comes for from giving people in second place and third place awards i have a whole lot of second and third place awards for the record fourth and fifth and sixth place in participation do not get awards i'm just uh -huh. saying i got you get a, you, know. you got a gold so a when you silver, so when and a you bronze. really fail when you really hold on hold on okay there's top three yeah there's gold gold silver Timber. and a bronze okay everybody else are not winners and that's the problem they're making everybody they're making everybody winners and so but you do have a first second and third I know, but first, you know. I know. I'm just saying. Second is not the winner. But I play top three. But I just want to say second is, and third is definitely not the winner. Okay. Um. <laughs> so for survival, some negative traits would be lack of empathy, hyper-independent. So you don't let nobody help you. Um. You living in your masculine energy <laughs> <laughs> and uh, dismissive okay you know you don't give a damn what nobody you gotta say your hyper your, your masculine, masculine energy your, your hyper masculine, masculine bag um, 
And some what so what's some positive ways you feel like love can show up? What you mean? Not love. So what do you think is some positive traits of people who were raised in love? Um, I think people raised in love are like great listeners and understand. Yeah. Um, and listen to understand. Mm-hmm. I, uh, agree. I think people raised in love also are like very compassionate compassionate and kind mm-hmm. um giving probably a better organizers um let's see what else i think nurturing yeah nurturing yeah. caring and and affectionate mm-hmm. yeah even like um i can't say this all the time but i definitely think like emotionally mm-hmm. they tend to be more regulated Mm. like you're not hyper fixated on this and this and this and make you nervous and you know you right, can you right. kind of more calm right definitely and you know I think yeah you're definitely more calm under pressure I agree with those things um I've definitely feel like people who are raised in love um are able to share with the love that they received yeah it's more, it's it's yeah. more effortless like abundantly, yeah. yeah it's like you know these are the things how i was nurtured and and loved and so you have a it's like a guidebook yeah so for people who were raised in survival like it doesn't mean you have to stay in survival yeah you can also learn that guidebook too yeah at any age i think that's like the best part of it uh, but people in survival do have good traits that what, they can share. What would you say are some good traits about people that was raised um, in survival? Well, I think that they are they're disciplined. Mm-hmm. They are uh, hard workers. Um, also, just the fact that they know how to survive. Yeah, resourceful. Resor- yeah, resourceful. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people fold under pressure. Mm-hmm. So... A little, you know, skin a little more tougher, got a little more grit. Yeah. I think that those are some of the, You, you think know, you got more grit than me? Positive. I think that yeah, you have a lot of grit. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you, but I, I, think I, I think I can go with you. Like, we've been going at this thing at life. I don't know, man. We've been going at life. I'm just saying. Together. But you got some grit. Might be a little tougher than you. You think so? Just a little bit. You've been here longer. You know what? I'm going to say something. I think your toughness doesn't stem from survival survival versus love. Yeah. I think that that, that's you as a person. Yeah, I think so. Like your makeup. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. I don't think it has anything. You know what I mean? Because I'm tougher than than all the girls. Because your your little sister. (laughs) Everybody. She's soft and sweet. I don't think she got grit like that. Like, you're going to thug it out. One know. thing I can say about you is that, like, she, you going to thug it out. She going to call and ask mama for help. To me, that's what I mean by, like, you know, she, grit. Yeah, we way different like that. <laughs> like, we you going to figure it out. You we know. It's not that I can't. I just won't. Exactly. So, yeah. so that's a personal a personal thing, you yeah. know? True. But um, I think I think both qualities and traits need to be looked at from a perspective of like masculine and feminine energy Mm. it's something that you need you can't be 
hyper fixated on love thinking that you don't need to know how to do anything else and love is gonna open the door and change everything for you it's not Mm. love takes a lot of work right right so it's just like survival when you think about it um they more competitive than in competition yeah you know yeah um ones just have a sweeter landing than the other Mm. but survival i would i would take i would take both of them like you know what i'm saying you have to have you gotta look at them as balancing energies like you can't be too far in the sky in the air to where Mm -hmm. you don't understand how to move when it's time to put your feet on the ground and then you can't be too grounded to where you start to sink yeah you know what i'm saying and doing everything just for that yeah like we were talking about healing is a journey Mm -hmm. sometimes it's okay to say because i did it it's okay to say i'm gonna sit this down and i'm gonna just enjoy this right here right I don't want to worry about whether I'm healing, healed, finna heal, still got ways to go, still none of that. I'm finna just enjoy this right here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get back to my work. Yeah. You shouldn't always be tilling the land. You shouldn't always be working. Right. You you could be working in other ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes when we get caught up in being healed and healing and, and this destination, this journey, it gives it a place. It gives mm-hmm. it somewhere that you're going. Mm-hmm. And you might just be flowing. Right. No destination. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to feel good along the way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. So I had to sit it down for a little bit and then yeah. pick it back up later. I agree with you. Yeah, and I and I also feel like they should coexist for and sure. that they need to coexist. And they do. And, um, I do think that although people are a little harsh when it comes to folk who are raised off of survival i think that they need a little bit more tender love and care yeah then quite the opposite of making it as though they are not worthy of love they're actually worthy of love as well and deserve to be and feel loved and to love yeah so yeah and we love love and we love love Thank y'all for tapping in. Appreciate y'all so much. We made it this far. We appreciate you. Make sure y'all follow us on The Wellness Wives on Instagram. My handle is Court Wrote It. And my handle is The Ashley Tierra. Um, Yeah. Peace. Peace.